Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Happy 5th of July. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. Let's get this microphone situation situated. And what's up, guys? What's up? Happy Monday. And uh, like I always say on Monday, don't get too down because, well, Friday's just around the corner. <laughs> what's up? I hope everybody's doing well. And uh, this is this is the show we call Troubled Minds News. And I'm your host, Michael Strange. And we talk about the news here. And not just the news, really. Uh, more like uh, the conspiracy that is the news. And what I mean by that is, of course, that um, we have a situation with a dishonest uh, mainstream media. And, uh, you know, as a result of that, it's it's important to point out when they're lying, which is all the time, <laughs> all the time. And it's also important to point out uh, what might actually be considered real news anymore. And so uh, that's what we do. We get together on uh, Mondays and Fridays and we talk about uh, this, about this in particular, the uh, the the what the conspiracy that is the news. So we used to in the old days, I'm actually going back and editing up the podcasts and uh, removing some of the news segments from the old shows because we used to uh, it just so they can go up on a podcast feed because clearly if you listen to a podcast that just goes up like today, you don't want to hear uh, news from, you know, six months ago or something like this. So I'm trying trimming out the news parts and that used to be in the shows and then putting those up on the podcast feed. So um, clearly this, uh, we used to do a news segment on Troubled Minds Radio and it just got larger and larger and so it turned into its own show at some point. So that's what we're doing here. We're, uh, we're here talking about this stuff and these do go up on the podcast feed as well. So they'll all be on the same, uh, the same feed and you can find all that information at troubledminds.org. And also this is live that I mentioned. We've always done the show live. We will, we will always do the show live. If you want to be part of it, go to troubledminds.org and you can find the Discord link there. And we also have a phone number rolling. 
And that number, of course, is 702-957-1037. And uh, give us a call at any point, and we'll put you on the show. We can talk about the news or any of this other stuff. Because, well, there's all kinds of other stuff to talk about. As you know, as you know, it seems like... uh uh, fix this damn microphone. What the hell is going on with this thing? It seems like uh, like there's just uh, more and more right to talk about as like the the media doesn't realize what the hell is really going on. Um, it just seems like there's more to point out here and just some more ugly uh, kind of theater of the ugly type news, which uh, we'll get to in just a sec. So anyway, uh, one more time: seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven troubledminds.org. You can find the phone number at the website and also the Discord link. And there you go. There there you go. So uh, let's start with the news, shall we? Let's get going. Let's uh, let's pull some. Um, since it is the fifth of July, let's uh, let's go for some um, some patriotic news here. <laughs> let's start with this. Let's start with uh, Gizmodo. And uh, yep, you guessed it. You'll never believe this, but uh, Mark Zuckerberg released a a uh, a video yesterday on Instagram, <laughs> and the headline reads this. Uh, Zuck wishes America a happy birthday in the most cursed way possible. Yeah, that's right. So uh, as you can see in the video here, uh, this is a looks like a gift that they've put up on this thing uh, from his Instagram. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is out there uh, on this thing called a uh, whatever this thing is called. It's like um, I looked it up. It's about a, a 12 or, or no. Uh, how much is it? Like maybe a thousand bucks, uh, 1400 bucks, something like this for this whatever thing he's on um but it's like a little surfboard thing that has like a motor underneath i don't know what there's a name for this anyway let's read some of the article and you guys can enjoy the mark zuckerberg with an american flag gif on a contraption that's way more expensive than most of us can afford so just saying (laughs) just saying but okay, so let's read this from uh, from uh, Gizmodo, uh, and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is exactly what's going on with uh, Zuckerberg, of course, right? I saw this, so now you have to see it too. It may look like one of those deep fake videos, but I swear to you, it's the real deal. Yep. While other people were out roasting hot dogs or watching fireworks on Sunday, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg chose to celebrate the Fourth of July by gracing the internet with a video of himself holding uh, surfing while holding an American flag as "Take Me Home, Country Roads" by the late John. Den- replays in the background yep that's what happened it's right there on his instagram you can find it in the link if you want to i can't play the uh the song because well they'll take me off of twitch or whatever but uh yeah what the hell's going on with this right so this absolutely cursed video is the latest in a string of bizarre pr moments from old zuck who last month shared videos of him shooting arrows at bowling pins and throwing spears at wooden targets shown in slow motion so you can fully appreciate how cool he is uh yeah so at least at least this time the billionaire appears to have been more conservative with his sunscreen application blah 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 happy july 4th zuckerberg wrote in the video's caption on instagram Uh, the social media response can be summed up in in a word why why like what the hell's going on here right Uh, quotes this is from uh, somebody on uh, instagram some someone told mark zuckerberg to act totally normal for fourth of july (laughs) and yeah and uh, another person wrote how does a person manage to look even more like a robot on video than he does in photos so there you go there's uh there's mark zuckerberg uh, the video you didn't know you needed, hopping around on an expensive water gizmo, uh, holding the American flag. 
Yay. I think uh, somebody needs to explain to him what the Bill of Rights mean and uh, maybe uh, his talk about his surveillance platform that's probably selling information to the CIA. Yeah, maybe, right? Maybe. Yeah, pretty sick, pretty grotesque. I don't know, like these people uh, seem to be, they live in their own world, clearly, because uh, this, uh, if this, if anybody's stoked about this, well, please call me, because I, I want to know why. <laughs> I see this, and I just shake my head, like, oh, yep, nice, nice. Uh, you you should have just been wearing like a Rolex and like a big gold chain while you were at it. That that would have been, that would have been the cherry on top. Murica, Murica. Happy fourth, Murica. Here's, here's uh, Zuckerberg doing something stupid. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, let's see. There's more here. There's a, I think there's another 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. There's another 4th of July story here. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Let me get it. Let me get it. Uh, no, no. Yeah. There we go. Here's another one. Let's go to RT, which of course is uh, Russia today. So, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't skewer me here because we're doing Russian propaganda, but, uh, it is news. So this is interesting because, uh, we've talked about this in the past in the, the one show we did regarding um, you know, predictive programming and uh, Hollywood, how uh, they, they kind of are controlled by the military industrial complex and the CIA, and they have to get permission in some cases for movie scripts and things like this. So if everybody remembers uh, Independence Day back in the old days, right, with uh, Will Smith and uh, Bill Pullman and that whole bit, remember, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. Today we celebrate our Independence Day, right? That was uh, that was from the movie there. If you remember that, but uh, check this out. Headline is this from RT: No, no Area Fifty One, and you can't blow up the Pentagon. So the Department of Defense attempt, attempted censoring Independence Day movie script archi- archive files reveal. So uh, it, notably, uh, I guess that uh, the the DOD wasn't happy with uh, the the way that this uh, this movie played out uh, for for a number of reasons here. So I guess let's see. Um, Let's see. Uh, So they just had these files released, and it says these never-before-published files on Independence Day were exclusively obtained from archives at Georgetown's Langer Library from the Marine Corps History Division, and they detail how the movie was ultimately rejected after lengthy arguments over the screenplay. Unusually, some of the changes demanded by the Pentagon made it into the shooting script even after the military turned down the project. So, of course, right, in the movie, they've got, uh, I believe it was F-15s back then that they were flying around. And uh, so, you know, if you, you're using military equipment, you kind of have to, like, bend over backwards to what they they you know, say what they tell you to do. So anyway, uh, here we go. Things started well enough when the producers pitched Independence Day to Hollywood liaison offices as a potential recruitment bonanza. A memo from producer Dean Devlin to Phil Strub at the Pentagon read, we're going to make Star Wars and Top Gun look like paper airplanes. Just wait. There's never been any aerial footage like this before. If this doesn't make every boy in the country want to fly a fighter jet, I'll eat this script. But the fun police were not happy with the screenplay, and the files detail months of tense negotiations between the producers and the military's script reviewers. According to the files, a consistent problem with the DOD felt the story had no true military heroes because Will Smith's character drinks beer, dates a stripper, steals a helicopter, and gives fireworks to a child. The producers removed the beer and beefed up some of the other military characters to try and compensate, but Smith's character remained a bone of contention. 
Even after several reviews, the military was still urging the writers to energize and clean up Stephen's actions. Yeah, Will Smith, right? Uh, the, the, the dirtiest of the dirty. Uh, clean that guy up, right? Like, what the hell? In any case, uh, so Independence Day uh, had uh, had some problems with the DOD. So not just that, there's more, right? So um, the, the we had the, the problem where they wanted more military heroes that weren't, uh, you know, dating the strippers or whatever. You know, how dare they? Uh, where's my, do I have a Greta clip? No, no Greta clip. Uh, my, my shit got broke when I had to upgrade my hard drive. Anyway, uh, so the military had problems with the wider story and how ineffective they were shown to be in the face of a hostile takeover by extraterrestrials. One memo on Independence Day concluded, quote, the overall scenario does not leave the public with a positive impression of the military and its capabilities. We see military bases and aircraft decimated by the aliens, and ultimately it takes a civilian to stop the alien takeover, which, of course, is not acceptable, right? You have to have a military hero. And uh, if anybody remembers, spoiler alert on a what? 25 years how many years is it now i guess it probably says it in the beginning yeah 25 25th anniversary so 25 year old movie spoiler alert at the end randy quaid's drunk pilot self smashes into the alien mothership that they're fighting and takes one of them down and of course he's not military and they actually uh started to uh is it is the audio how's the audio choppy again okay it's gotta be you it's gotta be you no, no, we got the we got the the microphone and, and rare effect today. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so so here we go. So the military also had problems, right? They didn't want to see that. In one version of the script, the files reveal Randy Quaid's alcoholic crop duster saves the day by drunkenly flying his crop dusting plane into the giant UFO, right? With, the, with his actual crop dusting old school piece of crap plane. He's supposed to fly out of nowhere because in the script, they actually, when the movie came out, they allowed him to fly a an actual F-15 because they were short on pilots. But uh, in the original, they turned him down because he was drunk and said, nope, no chance, you're not going up with us. And then he shows up anyway in his, in his little red crop duster and destroys the, uh, the aliens. But you can't have that because uh, clearly uh, if, if, if a civilian saves the military with just a cro red crop dust and plane it makes the military look like a bunch of bozos doesn't it <laughs> i think so so well you know and this is what i mean right this is this is the world we live in where everything is public relations everything and so if you're going to use military equipment and have uh cooperation from the dod in any capacity you have to basically uh, do what they tell you regarding the, uh, the their script demands uh, and so of course right uh propaganda censorship all the things we always talk about about china right about us of course we're not the china is not the only ones but uh so then when when these movies go to china they even have to be vetted by the chinese um, ccp to uh to kind of trim out the things that may be not so uh flattering to china itself so anyway no interesting that this is one of those weird things that um you know you you, you kind of really don't think about when you go see the movies right you just want to have a good time and be left alone from all the propaganda and all the other bs that you see on tv however uh well they they jam it in there anyway and so uh there, so among some other things in this article if you want to read it i encourage you to uh they they talk about they didn't want uh, area 51 in the movie at all 
because they were tired tired of hearing about uh, aliens at Area 51, so they didn't want to push that myth forward. So they said. And then uh, another one is the in the movie, the original script, they tried to blow up the Pentagon. All right. And the DOD was like, nope, <laughs> we're not doing that. We are not blowing up the Pentagon. You have to remove that from the script. So you see things like this. They did the Area 51 anyway. It was like, like screw you, it's central to the movie, you know. Uh, we're going to have to do this. But they didn't, if you re- remember, they did not blow up the Pentagon. They blew up the White House, which I guess is acceptable if you're the DOD <laughs> go ahead and blow up the White House <laughs> but not the Pentagon right so uh, the, they did, the aliens did blow up the White House and uh, there was a an escape and all the rest of that so anyway I think it's um, interesting and funny and a little bit tragic as well that uh, this is what goes on in Hollywood and they have to ask permission uh, if they're going to get any cooperation from the government at all about what they can do so yeah uh if you think this isn't going on in the world we live in well it is <laughs> it is all right let's go to space.com space.com what's up guys this shows live 702-957-1037 phone numbers up troubleminds.org click the discord link get your ass in here and what do you think about uh how was uh how was the fourth for everybody did everybody celebrate we just stayed home and barbecued and uh, it was all good but uh, that seemed that's like uh, most weekends for me i'll stay home and barbecue and uh it's all good <laughs> take the dog out and uh, play some fetch and it's uh yeah it's uh, it's good america right uh, absolutely it was a good good time for me i hope you guys had a good weekend all right let's go to uh, space.com a strange signal is coming from the milky way what's causing it Dun, dun, dun. Uh, let's see. A, on April 28, 2022, ground-based radio telescopes detected an intense pulse of radio waves. It only lasted a mere millisecond, uh, but for astonished astronomers, it was a major discovery representing the first time a fast radio burst had ever been detected so close to Earth. Uh, we talk about these fast radio bursts from time to time on this show because they seem to be news, don't they? They seem to make the news. Uh, so this one in particular uh, was located just 30,000 light years from our planet. Now, the event was firmly within the Milky Way, and it was, to all intents and purposes, almost impossible to miss. Uh, the uh, Canadian Hydrogen Intensity Mapping, Mapping Experiment, the CHIME, and the Survey for Transient uh, Astronomical Radio Emissions to the STARE-2, certainly had no problems picking it up chime wasn't quote chime wasn't even looking in the right direction and we still saw it loud and clear in our peripheral vision said kiyoshi masui assistant professor of physics at the massachusetts institute of technology stare two also saw it and it's only a set of a few radio antenna literally made out of cake pans cake pans there you go cake pans did you know they had radio antennas made out of cake pans i didn't anyway until until that point all fast radio bursts have been observed outside our galaxy they've been billions of light years away making them a lot harder to study said doctoral candidate in physics pragya chawla from mcgill university in canada april 2020's discovery was also notable for being the most energetic radio blast that astronomers had ever recorded in the milky way but what made it most exciting is that scientists are now close to determining the origin of fast radio bursts than at any point since they were first discovered. Now, like I said, we talk about this from time to time. Remember, fast radio bursts, um, 
they the, they they had been speculated in the past to possibly be alien signals trying to contact us or something or other, and uh, you know it's kind of been because they didn't repeat. Uh, now now we've found several that actually do repeat, and they seem to be on a schedule. Which last time we talked about this some some time ago, uh, it, it seemed that if they're on an actual predictable schedule, it seems more like a orbital sort of situation or. Something happening that's a little more natural than, uh, you know, you you wouldn't expect like aliens to be sending a signal on an exact schedule. Beep. Watch, Watch the clock. Beep. It doesn't make sense, right? You'd think it would be a little more random if it was an alien civilization. I'm not ruling that out because I don't like to rule anything out. Uh, so instead, uh, we're, uh, we'll keep an eye on this as it develops. But but what do you think these fast radio bursts are? Uh, some have said they're magnetars and other things. But, uh, you know, some space, uh, deep space type of situation going on here with, um, you know, just a, just, just a huge, huge um, uh, re- releases of energy, let's say. Uh, so, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this uh, other than it, this one's close and hopefully maybe they can get to the bottom of it that would be pretty sweet so uh, that's the deal let's go to uh, let's see where we at time wise are we okay yeah we're okay let's actually hear a quick word from our sponsor which is you are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an amazon prime account since we stream on twitch every day all you have to do is link your amazon prime account to your twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's go to uh, the SeattleTimes.com. Uh, and this is this is interesting because we've talked about this quite often in the past, uh, being able to stand up to algorithms, to algorithmic scrutiny as a mere mortal. Um, this is the type of stuff that uh, the future will bring. And if anybody's ever tried to contact Facebook, uh, as you know, I've run ad accounts on Facebook and run lots of Facebook ads in my time. And if anybody's actually tried to contact Facebook regarding an issue, with their ad account or this or that or the other thing, you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, often enough, they don't uh, they don't actually respond. Like uh, I've had, I, I have a friend that also that also uh, runs Facebook ads, quite a lot of them, and uh, he, he had an account. An ad account suspended three and a half years ago, all right? So he did all the things, the appeals, and sent the emails and was like, I don't understand everything. I've been following the rules, all this other stuff, and uh, uh, never heard back. So just had to open up another fa- another ad account, right? Uh, jump, through some, jump through some hoops and open up another ad account. But then, no shit, three and a half years later, they send him an email that says, oh, sorry, it was our error, and they reinstate his ad account three and a half fucking years later. Can you believe that? <laughs> now, th- now, this is what I'm talking about. With not just algorithmic, full-spectrum algorithmic control, uh, it also allows them to act like assholes and not really ha- have to you know, be transparent and back up their products. And that's what I mean. When, it, when you're trying to file an appeal to Facebook or other places, you know, try uh, Google for AdSense. I've had one of those banned as well. Uh, you don't, once, once they determine that whatever it is they've decided is it, you, you don't get appeals. You don't, like there's nobody to speak on your behalf because they just smack it down and ignore your 
your email and that's that it's a wrap and a lot of times it's it's a lot of money involved right so it's uh, it's it's not cool this is not okay and uh, there needs to be uh, things like this uh, actually arbitrated you know I mean I, I hate to say that we need more red tape but but for crying out loud shit like this happens or that three and a half year ad account that's ridiculous that's literally ridiculous anyway here we go this is from Seattle Times fired by bot at Amazon quote it's you against the machine. Uh, Stephen Normandin spent almost four years racing around Phoenix delivering packages as a contract driver for Amazon. Then one day he received an automated email. The algorithms tracking him had decided he wasn't doing his job properly. The 63-year-old Army veteran was stunned. He'd been fired by a machine. Normandin says Amazon punished him for things beyond his control, such as locked apartment complexes that had prevented him from completing his deliveries. He said he took determination hard and priding himself on a strong work, work ethic, recalled that during his military career, he helped cook for 250,000 Vietnamese refugees at Fort Chaffee in Arkansas. Quote, I'm an old school kind of guy. And I give every job 110%, he said. This really upset me because we're talking about my reputation. They say I didn't do the job when I know damn well I did. Uh, Normandin's experience is a twist on the decades-old prediction that robots will replace workers. At Amazon, machines are often the boss, hiring, raiding, and firing millions of people with little or no human oversight. Yep, that's right. That's what's happening out there. Amazon became the world's largest online retailer in part by outsourcing its sprawling operations to algorithms, sets of computer instructions designed to solve specific problems. For years, the company has used algorithms to manage the millions of third-party merchants on its online marketplace, drawing complaints that sellers have been booted off after being falsely accused of selling counterfeit goods and jacking up prices. Uh, but for real, they're selling tons of counterfeit goods on Amazon just so you know uh it's uh, it's, a, it's a real thing so anyway uh, point being is that this is a, a little bit um uh, it sucks this sucks this and this is where we're headed right and if there's no appeal there's no human oversight um so i actually did this i actually drove exactly what this guy's describing for a while there uh, back in the day for some extra money i was driving amazon uh, on the weekends actually uh, running uh, exactly this and so i know what he's talking about and it's a little bit uh, you know it was easy it was easy work except the problem is you're kind of at the mercy of you know uh the uh, the mob basically meaning this so let's say you know everybody knows when you order something from amazon they just drop it at your doorstep right so let's say you've got you know uh, a, you live in a sketchy neighborhood and packages get stolen on the regular right like if that happens that goes down as a mark against the driver for not delivering right because it won't go down as a package stolen it will go down as a package not delivered that never happened to me that I know of, but the, the, the issue here is that there's no, there's, if there's no human oversight, and let's say this guy was doing a great job for four years, and then something like this did happen, or you know he was locked out of an apartment, which has happened to me as well, meaning that uh, there's like a gate code that they can't provide, and you know you call in to, to the Amazon support to help you get in, and they can't help you. Like The worst thing you can do while you're doing that is to call Amazon, because you have like a time frame to get all your shit done, and if you call them, you're on the phone for 20 minutes and they basically tell you sorry we can't help so so you're better off just skipping it right or f trying to find some other way so i would i would actually spend time uh waiting by the gate sometimes for somebody to just drive in and i just follow them in right like you're better off waiting five minutes for the next car to drive in than you are calling amazon to help you because they'll just waste your time kick you around to different employees and then say sorry we can't help 
You see, I, but but this is this is your algorithmic future where nobody gives a damn, and uh, you're you're at the mercy of algorithms and it's not cool this is not okay like i i sympathize entirely with this because the dude's out there hustling right the dude's out there getting getting his shit done and uh bam fired uh so one time actually the only detriment that i got for doing this amazon job while i was doing it is that uh on the way down there in the morning i think it was like nine o'clock i was supposed to be there nine for a uh, uh my shit nine nine to one it was like a four-hour block they call it but anyway uh the there was a a death on the freeway literally like somebody had committed suicide or something on the freeway and uh so so that it was the entire freeway down there by uh by the las vegas strip was just locked off and so everybody was screwed if you didn't see it in, before you could get off the freeway you were fucked you had to sit there in this mess so i was late getting there and they, and then of course you know one time ever the only time i was ever late they they sent me a dirty email that says if you do it again you're out right it's like okay thanks you know thanks somebody died on the freeway and you're gonna fire me who's never fucked up you know it's just it's it's a it leaves a terrible taste in your mouth with when you're when you're at the mercy of this stuff you know and like i said i'm not complaining for me i'm okay but i'm complaining for other people complaining for guys like this that you know need this and are out there hustling their butt off trying to make things happen and uh bam can you imagine getting an email fired by a computer yeah no no thanks that sucks it sucks it sucks all right anyway let's go to the verge.com and uh here's more here's more let's see let's see uh uh uh-oh uh-oh no power, huh? Let's see. Yeah, exactly. Let's hope it's not the the Russian army uh, creating a power grid situation. And of course, it's not. It's going to be something something uh, way more uh, way more innocuous than that. Just saying. Okay, let's go. Let's go to Verge.com. The Verge researcher finds certain network names can disable Wi-Fi on phones. Hmm. Weird, weird. Yeah, uh-huh, there you go. A security researcher has found that certain Wi-Fi networks with the percent symbol in their names can disable Wi-Fi on iPhones and other iOS devices. Carl Shaw tweeted that if an iPhone comes within range of a network named Percent Secret Club Percent Power, the device won't be able to use Wi-Fi or any related features. And even after resetting network settings, the bug may continue to render Wi-Fi on the device unusable. Huh, that's weird. That's not exploitable or anything, is it? Huh, interesting. A few weeks ago, Xiao and his not-for-profit group Secret Club, which reverse engineers software for research purposes, found that if an iPhone connected to a network with the, the SSID name, that would be your network name, uh, percent P, percent S, percent S, anyway, it would cause a bug in iOS's network stack that would disable its Wi-Fi and system networking features like AirDrop would become unusable. Now, uh, I'm I'm a knucklehead when it comes to Apple stuff because I can't make this shit work. It's supposed to be the plug and play and everything's great. But if you need to like do anything fancy or set up any network things, it's all it's all like it's all like you can't it's not very open source let's say it's a pain in the ass Android PCs I can do I'm I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard with that shit. This Apple stuff I didn't grow up with and maybe that's why but like it's supposed to be easy and it's just not everything you, you try try finding let's say you you forgot your wi-fi password try getting your wi-fi password off of your device which knows it your device knows it your iphone knows it but see if you can easily just put in a password and get your get your uh, wi-fi password back right you can't they, like simple things like that that you should be able to do you can't 
You can't. I mean, clearly you can log into your router and some other. There are, there are other ways. But let's say you're at somebody else's house, you know, and you're trying to help them, which has happened to me quite often with, uh, you know, people, oh, I my, my screwed up my password and I can't, you know. Like, there's simple things you should be able to do with an iPhone, and you can't. It's uh, Anyway, so maybe I need tech support from one of you guys. But anyway, here we go. So percent, if you put a percent in the Wi-Fi actual name of the, the network itself, it can disable iPhone Wi-Fi entirely. So not just, uh, not just kind of uh, stop it from working uh, immediately. Also, rebooting and do, refreshing the network settings doesn't really fix it. So there's a problem, right? There's a problem. Uh, there's, a, there's a big problem there. So, so it sucks. It kind of sucks. Uh, I, that's why I'm not a fan of Apple. It, it, it costs three times as much, and it's like twice as hard to work. Like, <laughs> like I just don't see the appeal. I'm sorry. I just don't. Anyway, so uh, there we go. There's my Apple rant for the day. Let's go, on, let's go to CNBC. And uh, this is this is welcome to your sustainable future. Actually, before we do this one, let's uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, you are listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More news after the break. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Okay, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. Let's get back to this. This is from CNBC.com. Headline is this. Bezos, Gates, back fake meat and dairy made from fungus as next big alt protein. And there it is. There's your actual sustainable future. Uh, When you look to these technocratic um, uh, nice guys, let's say, (laughs) uh, this is what we get. Uh, You know, we've talked about your hand. Here's your handful of crickets in your tiny home. Welcome to your sustainable future, right? While Obama is living the high life in his uh, Martha's Vineyard mansion, right on the water, no less, of all places, right? You figure if, you know, sea level rise is going to be a thing in the next you know several decades that maybe Obama wouldn't have bought a house on the water weird right do you think that's weird I think that's super weird but I digress here we go let's go back to the article here uh, speaking of your your sustainable future as consumers become increasingly comfortable eating faux meat burgers that look cook and taste like the real thing a food tech startup backed by jeff bezos and bill gates is using fungus as the primary ingredient to create create alt meat foods nature's find fynd based in chicago has raised 158 million dollars in funding from investors including bezos gates and al gore the company's meatless breakfast patties and hamburgers dairy-free cream cheese and yogurt and chickenless nuggets are scheduled to hit grocers shelves later this year yeah uh, the alternative food sector skyrocketed in 2020 growing u.s retail sales 27 percent and bringing the total market value to seven billion dollars according to the plant-based foods association the pbfa the trade group comprising more than 200 member companies meanwhile shipments of alt protein products from food service distributors to commercial restaurants rose 60 percent year over year in april according to research firm npd group all right now uh you tell me alt proteins alt proteins does that does that sound 
how does that sound? <laughs> An alt protein. Uh, it's, it's bad enough that they process the shit out of the meat we're already eating. But now think about it. If they're going to replace it with this fungus or the handful of crickets or mealworms or the shit that we're always talking about, uh, about them forcing, forcing us to eat, uh, how much processing do you think goes into that? Right. I mean, if we're talking about processed food being the main culprit of cancer and things like this, what about what about this? Now they want us to switch over from regular meat, right? Butchering animals, right? Which again is horrific. I know they do some really terrible things when they're doing these. It's not humane at all, and all et cetera, so on, right? I mean, you're butchering animals for crying out loud. But then we have this other business where they're like, well, by the way, we're going to have this alt protein, and we're going to put all these chemicals and shit in it. Now, here's here's the craziest part, right? They could probably get away with doing something like this and making it so it's not. Um, what would you say? So it's not uh, as bad for you, right? Uh, but but what they do, of course, think about it, is they're trying to make things that aren't meat taste and have the texture of meat, right? The color, the, the texture, things like this. And so what they do is they put in a bunch of like ridiculous chemicals and shit, right? To, to, to make these things happen. Food dye, all kinds of other crap that shouldn't even be in there in the first place. If you're going to eat some damn fungus, eat some damn mushrooms, right? And you're good to go. Eat some blue cheese, right? But you see what I'm saying? That's not, that's not processed. This is going to be like triplicate process because they're going to try and make it actually taste like chicken nuggets or whatever the hell it's supposed to taste like, right? So you see, it's basically going from one terrible thing to another terrible thing, except probably the second terrible thing, which is this, is going to be so processed that you're going to be eating uh, <laughs> stuff that's not good for you. No, nothing burgers. What's up, Helena? Nothing burgers. There you go. Uh, 40s. Uh, how, we'll file this under how could this go wrong. And so not only that, I've seen, I, I don't know how true this is, so don't quote me on this entirely, but I've seen that these Beyond Burgers and the Impossible Burgers and shit like this that's already out there uh, has uh, high levels of estrogen in them and i don't know if that's true i'll have to look into that to verify it but you know it could be just a smear on the the, on the industry but things like this right like you you don't know exactly what they're putting in this you know Uh, i don't know like i said i love animals i'm i'm not for just butchering more animals i don't think that's the way here i think there are answers to these these problems we have and they are problems we have tons we have billions of people on this earth and uh, trying to feed them all is, is a challenge. And then, two, uh, trying to feed them all with something like this becomes, I don't know. Yeah, synthetic can't be good to eat. Exactly right, says Helena. What's up, Hell21? How are you? Um, let's see. Let's see. Jay says, 70 mile down in the man the show. It must be, yep, must be, eight, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Let's continue, shall we? There's more. This is from sciencealert.com. Just trying to read the uh, the chat, and I'm doing bad, doing it poorly. Uh, this is a science alert. New Orbiter has caught glorious images of eerie alien auroras on Mars. Check this out. This is pretty hot. Uh, we just got our best views yet of an eerie alien aurora on Mars. Now, if you're what, looking at the pictures here, uh, let me... Uh, We'll, we'll put this up in another tab. Oh, make it big. There you go. All right. So you see uh, the the bright side is the day side of Mars. The, the dark side is the night side, obviously. But then inside Mars itself, there's these weird little anomaly type things, which are supposedly alien auroras, right? Which are kind of in this green hue, I think, because this is a uh, this. What is this? 
anyway, let's uh, let's read the article. Uh, let's uh, so here we go. Oops, that's, that's too big. That's just way too big. All right, let's go. Uh, so uh, the United Arab Emirates Hope Orbiter, which arrived at the Red Planet earlier this year, uses its ultraviolet spectrometer to catch glowing structures of glowing atomic oxygen high up in the Martian night sky. Quote, the full set of data collected during these observations include far and extreme violet, ultraviolet auroral emissions, which have never been imaged before at Mars, said UAE Space Agency in an update to the HOPE website. The Martian aurora is like both like and unlike the aurora seen here on Earth. It's unlike it's unlike and at the Mars oh, I wrote this. This article is terrible. Don't they have editors? What the F? The Martian aurora is both like and unlike the aurora seen here on Earth. It's unlike in that Mars's aurora has yet to be seen in a spectrum visible to the naked eye. So far, only instruments that can see across ultraviolet wavelengths have been able to make them out. However, they are generated in the same manner as Earth's auroras. Particles from the solar wind streaming through space enter the Martian atmosphere and interact with gas in the upper atmosphere. Oxygen in Mars' case, the resulting ionization causes the oxygen to glow. And so there you go. I think that's uh, that's pretty neat looking. And uh, check it out. Check it out. Actual Martian auroras. And there's another another version there. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty neat stuff. Uh, it's talk about uh, looking weird, right? I think that's looking pretty weird. So anyway, let's continue, shall we? Uh, this is uh, from MS Power User. Yeah. Yeah, that's power user. We talked about this back in the day. Uh, actually, I don't know if we actually talked about this on the show. Frank and I talked about this a long time ago, and it may not even have been on a show, one of our off-the-air off rants. But uh, here's the thing. MSPowerUser.com reports this. Uh, Microsoft, and I don't know if there's supposed to be a T there. See what I'm saying? Microsoft. Let's go. Let's say t- Microsoft. Reportedly hide your LinkedIn profile in China if you mention Tiananmen Square. And uh, so I've been uh, done business on Alibaba and some other things and dealt with, uh, you know, China and their their crappy messenger and their spyware and shit like this. And uh, some some of you get spammed, like you just get spammed, right? Like uh, spamming you with prices of this product or that product or the other things. Right. But uh, in in uh, this in particular, um so so, uh, so point being, uh, the reason I brought that up is because if you're getting spammed from a particular, let's say, merchant uh, on, you know, from Alibaba or something, and uh, you don't want them to spam you, uh, you could actually just paste in the, the characters, the Chinese characters that spelled Tiananmen Square Massacre, <laughs> and they ban themselves. <laughs> so we were talking about this years ago, and so it, this turns out that it's true. Apparently, this is true. I thought it was more of a, uh, a like, we, we did it back in the day, and it was funny, but uh, maybe not so funny, because maybe these people got, like, picked up and thrown in the gulag, for all I know. But uh, here we go. Microsoft, it is with a T. Microsoft uh, has recently gotten into hot water with the extent of cooperation with Chinese censorship campaign. Uh, wait, let's see. Extent to, became evident when they accidentally censored Bing image searches for the Tiananmen Square tank man worldwide instead of just for China. Now another element of this self-censorship became apparent when cybersecurity researcher Kevin Beaumont revealed Microsoft's LinkedIn hid your profile from Chinese searchers if you mentioned Tiananmen Square in it. Uh, offsec tip. 
Uh, this is from Kevin Beaumont and on Twitter. If you don't want to be fished via people in China on LinkedIn, add Tiananmen Square to your interests and your profile automatically becomes invisible in China after a few days. Uh, reportedly, LinkedIn will send you a letter warning you of this action before you do this, allowing you to self-censor and remove this mention first. Yeah, uh, there you go. So uh, I thought it was interesting to note that apparently somebody has actually cataloged this out in the wild, really happening. And so if you uh, if you if you do that, uh, then you're, they're going to censor you. And so not only that, so we have, uh, let's see, where is it? Where is it? We got more censorship here, but there's an article that I have that actually fits this almost perfectly. All right, so let's go. So that's a that's China, right? Microsoft, LinkedIn, and China. All right, with censorship. But here's here's some more. So this is from uh, IndiaBlooms.com, and they're talking about uh, Chinese students going to school in Australia. Now check this out. So so uh, Beijing threatening academic freedom of Chinese students in Australia, says HRW report. And yes. Uh, Australian universities have failed to protect the academic freedom of students from China and of academics who criticize the Chinese Communist Party, Human, Ra Human Rights Watch said in a report released recently. Now, pro-Beijing supporters and the Chinese government's have also harassed and intimidated those who express support for democracy movements. Uh, so students are broadly aware that such surveillance takes place, leaving them fearful. Many alter their behavior and self-censor to avoid threats and, a harass and harassment from classmates and being, quote, reported on to authorities back home. Uh, quote, Australian university administrators are failing in their duty of care to uphold the rights of students from China, said Sophie McNeil, Australia research researcher at Human Rights Watch and author of the report. Australian universities rely on the fees international students bring while turning a blind eye to concerns about harassment and surveillance by the Chinese government and its proxies. The universities should speak out and take concrete action to support the academic freedom of these students and staff, the report said. So, yeah, not only is China spying like crazy on their citizens inside China, when their students go abroad, they are also not only spying on them, they are encouraging them to rat each other out back to the motherland or the homeland or whatever the hell it is, right? Back to the establishment, the CCP. So... Yeah, right. Like I said, uh, there, there, there seems to be quite a lot of propaganda uh, negative to China. And so, yes, well, well, while some of it may, may be exaggerated, I don't even I, I, I have a hard time believing all of it's fake. I think that there's there's some really concerning things with China, uh, notably human rights, Taiwan, Hong Kong are some pretty good examples recently. And uh, uh, this this is this is gross. I mean, so if they go study abroad, they're going to learn uh, Western ways, right? They're going to learn about democracy. They're going to learn about uh, separation of powers. They're going to learn about checks and balances for the government and things like this, right? These these are the things they don't want to teach you inside China because, of course. They're teaching you uh, to to uh, expect more as a citizen, and so these poor individuals go uh, go go abroad to learn, and they have to self censor so they don't get reported back to the CCP. Like how sick is that? That's just that's just gross. That's just gross. So anyway, uh, some some terrible stuff here, and uh, uh, it is what it is, right? Censorship. So we have Microsoft 
and uh, t doing the uh, censorship with uh, LinkedIn in China with the Tiananmen Square. And then we have the Chi Chinese actually doing their thing, uh, censoring their students abroad. Uh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, okay, check this out. This is another one. This is by sciencealert.com. And uh, yeah, exactly. Human rights, lol. Exactly. Uh, ask, ask the Uyghurs that are in concentration camps in China about the, the human rights in China. Uh, okay, here we go. This is, a, this is a pretty cool article here. Simulations reveal the most likely place for a galactic civilization in the Milky Way. So Milky Way is 13 billion years old, blah, blah, blah. If it, but the galaxy is so ancient and we know it can create life. Why haven't we heard from anybody else? If another civilization was just 0.1% of the galaxy's age older than we are, they would be millions of years further along than us and presumably more advanced. If we are already on the cusp of sending life to other worlds, shouldn't the Milky Way be teeming with alien ships and colonies by now? Maybe. But it's also possible that we haven't been looking in, that we've been looking in the wrong place. Recent computer simulations by Jason T. Wright and team suggest that the best place to look for ancient spacefaring civilizations might be the core of the galaxy, relatively a relatively unexplored target in the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Now, I thought this was pretty hot. Uh, if you look at the the video here, it's describing how the um, the actual. Uh, 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 civilizations might actually progress through the uh, the actual um, uh, galaxy here. So check this out. I'm going to play this. It's real short. It's only like 40 seconds. But you see as this thing spins, uh, the the, per the red dots there that you see are civilizations. And look what happens as the, the actual galaxy spins uh, and they start, uh, uh, you know, spreading her out around... Uh, you know, different areas of where they started, uh, look what happens. As it spins, it, it kind of brings them closer and closer to the center as they, they sort of uh, branch out and start looking in other areas of, you know, to explore the cosmos, per se, right? So you see, once they start actually populating many of the places around themselves, it ends up becoming much easier to, to become... Uh, a spacefaring civilization with uh, with uh, you know basically uh, because because of the saturation of time to travel between the center and the edges of the galaxy. So I think it's pretty sound. It makes sense that if you're going to find any kind of spacefaring civilizations, they might be right in the center somewhere. Um, so so anyway, uh, pretty cool stuff. Nice little simulation. I uh, you know I'm usually not a fan of computer simulations, but this one seems to make a lot of sense. And uh, of course, it's speculative speculation style so what can you do it's uh it's fun to speculate on where the aliens are and i think this is a great way to look at it that if it uh, kind of just spins further and further and look at the middle once they get to the middle uh, they just start populating planets and systems like crazy so it, it stands to reason that uh, this this is a legitimate test in my opinion but what the hell do i know let's continue shall we new york post actually one more quick word from our sponsor which is you and uh, we'll keep on trucking are you digging the show if so you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right. Thank you very much. Let's go to, uh, this is the New York 
post. And uh, interestingly, notably, this may end up a troubled mind show, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the headline here, uh, it's an opinion from an individual by the name of, who wrote this article? Does it even say? Yes. No, it does not. By post-editorial board. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Not even a name, just the editorial board. Anyway, head, headline is this. UFO news is just clickbait. And there's some interesting uh, actual things in the UFO world with the Stephen Greer documentary that just came out uh, accusing uh, Lou and Chris Mellon and and those guys of being uh, propagandists, of being uh, CIA liars. So hopefully we'll be talking about that on Wednesday with Ash. But uh, there's a, yeah, uh, it's linked in the Discord already if you guys are not part of that. Uh, I would recommend giving that a watch. It uh, it is interesting and they talk about uh, exo-racism as well if you can believe that. <laughs> anyway, UFO news is just clickbait. Here it is. Yes, UFOs and little green men are fun and have inspired tons of entertaining fiction. But the U.S. intelligence community was entirely right to dump all over the conspiracy theories and, quote, they're really out there nonsense in its report on sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, NASA boss Bill Nelson admitted that we may not be alone in the universe, but the odds are overwhelming that any intelligent neighbors are far, far away. The report didn't explicitly rule out extraterrestrial activity as an explanation for the 144 UAP sightings by military pilots and other federal workers since 2004, but it also provides zero evidence supporting alien theories. Connected crackpots and cranks have gotten a few politicians to force the Pentagon to investigate the issue several times and even to hire believers for some of the work. One such nut or cynic... Yep, they said it. Lou Elizondo claims that higher-ups ignore and actively suppress evidence of alien encounters. But the only evidence for his claims is a UAP file detailing sightings with no clear explanations. Interesting. Uh, this this was the type of propaganda I expected uh, to come out fo- shortly following the, uh, the the release of the UAP report. Is that uh, just to, just to kind of crap all over the fact that they're like, well, look, they didn't say it was aliens, and so it's not aliens, and so get over it. You're all a bunch of nut jobs, right? But the, the, whoever, again, whoever this is, notably, they don't put a name behind it. It's by the post-editorial board, which is uh, notable to me uh, that nobody will stand behind it, right? Other than the, you know, generic nondescript group of people like, oh, I don't know, uh, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Yeah, the post-editorial board says UFO news is just clickbait. And I, not that I completely disagree, however... Uh, uh, it, uh, it is it is notable that they didn't put a, an author's name on this. But anyway, so so point being is that, uh, yeah, uh, we're all just a bunch of cranks and uh, for, for believing in anything about UFOs. And that's that. It's a wrap, right? It's just uh, button it up. It's done. There's no aliens. And uh, go back to paying your taxes happily. Yep. Uh, well, or not so happily as the case may be. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is a, yeah, there you go. Helena says it right. FFS own it if you're going to say it. Yeah, exactly. Put put your name behind this crap, not some generic ancient, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Do I have that? No, I don't. Damn it. See, I got I to gotta redo my soundboards. I had a hard drive that was like full, 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 and I was like nursing like the last 100 gigabytes, and it was not fun, so I just had to upgrade. Anyway, more boring details. Let's continue, shall we? Let's go to space.com. 
Yeah. Uh, now, this is interesting and notable. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. Could there be a link between interstellar visitor Amuamua and unidentified aerial phenomena? Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Avilobe has been talking about this for quite some time. We've been talking about this for quite some time. And who knows, right? Uh, that actually looks amazingly like a space turd in that photograph but um, i'm gonna i'm gonna just not say that again here we go uh, so uh, recently there have been two sources for such evidence first the interstellar object discovered in 2017 amuamua was inferred to have a flat shape and seemed to be pushed away from the suns as if it were a light sail this pancake was tumbling once every eight hours and originated from the rare state of the local standard of rest which averages over the motions of all the stars in the vicinity of the sun Second, the Pentagon is about to deliver a report to Congress. Well, they just did. If UAP originated from China or Russia and were a national security risk, their existence would never have been revealed to the public. Hence, it is reasonable to conclude that the U.S. government believes that some of these objects are not human in origin. This leaves two possibilities. Either UAP are natural terrestrial phenomena or they are extraterrestrial in origin. Both possibilities imply something new and interesting that we did not know before anyway uh, notice right so this one they're kind of uh, kind of shining on the uh, the extraterrestrial theory the other one this is from uh, space.com the other one from the new york post is like nah, the ufos are just clickbait you're all a bunch of idiots and so uh this is the type of stuff like these two pieces are very much the juxtaposition of what i expected uh, of, of the gamut of coverage basically uh, was was this type of stuff that was just shitting all over it and saying you guys are nuts and then another one that was kind of like really pushing the narrative along a little bit so I don't know anyway just uh, notable and uh, it's a space peanut it's a space peanut any Joe Dirt fans out there alright let's go there's more this is from EFF.org packed full of news today because there's tons of news to talk about this about today because well that's just the way we roll alright uh, EFF is the Electronic Frontier Foundation. And I've been saying this for quite a while now, and uh, I think this is this is where the future lies uh, in legislation. If if we have an honest anything, I think this is important to note that uh, yeah, now is the time. Tell Congress to ban federal use of face recognition. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, now uh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Now Congress must do its part. We've created a campaign that will easily allow you to contact your elected federal officials and tell them to co-sponsor the face recognition and biometric technology moratorium act now here's a link to that actual thing Oop, and it's a broken link how about that i'm going to put it there in case it comes back up but they they they're they're actually trying to get people to contact congress as part of this there's a take action button here you got both links uh, please fill this out this is the type of stuff that uh needs to be happening instead of looking backwards and trying to legislate the 1870s i think we need to be looking forward and try and legislate the 2050s before they get here and uh this is this is exactly one of those things it, which is facial recognition and federal use and of course uh, you know as we know, it's already been abused through through the Ring doorbell system. It's already been abused through Facebook. It's already been abused through many different platforms in a private capacity that the the cops have been able to use to to circumvent the Fourth Amendment, which is not okay. This stuff is not okay. Uh, if if they can't find you the old-fashioned way, they should not be able to just tap into a database somewhere and be like, "Up, oh, got him." 
go go arrest this guy it's not fair it's not fair uh it's uh it is not okay and uh, again it's part of like the due process and the uh reasonable right to uh to privacy this is not okay this is not okay so anyway uh if this comes back up i will link this here and hopefully it will uh, uh come back up instead of a 404 error and uh, where you can send this off to your congress people your senators and those assholes because well that's what they are uh anyway here we go let's continue yeah and uh not only that we talked about a bunch of censorship today uh, with china and uh, some other things but uh not only that nationofchange.org and there's more there's more censorship of course but it's here it's not just in china yep U.S. censorship is increasingly official. Uh, While corporate media like to highlight the many press freedom shortcomings of hostile foreign nations, the censorship worries start much closer to home. And this is uh, what we talk about on this show quite often. Not recently, because we've been doing tons of UFO stuff, but uh, now that we're going to do four Troubled Mind shows a week, did I mention that? Monday through Thursday. We're adding a show, so maybe we'll be able to do some more. um, You guys tell me, would you rather hear more more stuff like this, where it's uh, talking about censorship, and China, and not just China, but also here, Facebook and some of the big tech platforms, or uh, what do you want to hear? So with an extra show, I've been trimming out this type of stuff uh, because it's it usually gets less engagement. It seems like you guys are more bored with it. Just general, long-term, overall, the numbers kind of suggest that, which you would expect because it's not really as clickbaity as, you know, the aliens are here. So I understand. But anyway, that's why I was going to add maybe a show like this per week, something like this. But if it bores you to tears, then maybe once every other week or something. Anyway, yeah, there's more time to talk about more things. So point being, uh, we could do more of this stuff if you guys like hearing about it. So anyway, yeah, of course, the Biden administration made headlines last week as it moved Now, check this out. In case you didn't know, this is what happened. And this is real. This really happened last week. Uh, Last week, the Biden administration moved to shut down the websites of 33 foreign media outlets, including ones based in Iran, Bahrain, Yemen, and Palestine. Officials have justified the decision by claiming the organizations were agents of disinformation. The most notable of these is probably English-language Iranian state broadcaster Press TV. Visitors to Press TV are now met with the seal of the Department of Justice and the FBI and a message notifying them that the domain has been seized by the United States government. Here we go. Let's go to PressTV.com and you can see it for yourself. That's exactly what it looks like. The webs- This website has been seized. The domain PressTV.com has been seized by the United States government in accordance with a seizure warrant issued pursuant to 18 U.S.C. 981, 982, and 50 U.S.C. 1701 to 1705 as part of a law enforcement action by the Bureau of Industry and Security, Office of Export and Enforcement, and Federal Bureau of Investigation. There you go. Straight on the website. You go to it, and they've basically shut down their business because they think the news they're peddling is disinformation, right? Which is insane to me because the news we get from Fox and CNN is disinformation, literally, and it's sponsored by the CIA, all right? If it's not directly sponsored, it's at least allowed, all right? And this is the type of thing. So so there's one example, right? There's one example. There were 33 more that happened last week, 33 more. And this is the type of shit that's terrifying because once they start doing this, right, again, remember how I always say it's, it's critical to note who they call terrorists because the definition of terrorist always changes. They recently added hackers to this because of the pipeline hack and the, the meat production hack. 
Remember, January 6th, they suddenly changed anybody who voted red to becoming a terrorist. These types of things, right? Domestic terror, domestic terror. Like, we got to be careful of these definitions, these political definitions that change as the wind blows and uh, turn us and anybody else that that tries to think freely, right, doesn't buy the bullshit they put in the media as uh, actual terrorists. In any case, 33 foreign media outlets, their domains seized and uh, their web presence completely erased by the government, by the government. It's, it's not okay. This is not okay. This is not an okay thing. And this is the type of stuff that we should be thinking about. We should be talking about. And if we're sending letters to our representatives, why not about this? This is not okay. Like, I get it. If they're sharing like ISIS propaganda, beheading people, fine. Right? Fine. Fine. Just short of that. No, like leave this shit up, leave it up. Like, like if, if, if you don't have a good case against it, why are you trying to censor it? I don't know. Just asking. Like, if you can't refute the things they're saying about your government that runs really terribly, and it does in many cases, and I love this country, don't get me wrong, the reason I criticize it, the reason I'm upset about the things that happen is because if we continue to let them happen, this won't be what it, what it ever is again, ever. We're slipping. We're slipping. And this is becoming worse and worse. So anyway, this is uh, this is what's happening, right? And of course, the press doesn't report on this because they're just carrying water for the Joe Biden administration, right? Oh, lunch bucket Joe. Come on, man. That guy. Yeah. Right? Who probably can't even tie his shoes anymore, right? He's probably Velcros because, you know, cognitive function, etc. I'm just asking or speculating, you know speculating for a friend let's say anyway as we finish this uh what's up uh yeah yeah uh what's up alien nichan says the shutting down of free speech is getting more prevalent how do we stop it uh i think i think uh, uh the the only way to start is to uh again these form letters i'll see if i can find something that will actually uh talk about um something like this where we can send a form letter maybe there'll be something on change.org i'll, t- I'll take a look at least it's something it's a start it's letting letting the powers that be know that we're watching and we don't approve of stuff like this um uh, so, so i don't know i i don't know there you go helena says keep shouting and i th- i think that's 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 all you can do because if you take it any step past shouting you're a terrorist remember it's not okay it's not okay that this is part of the upside down world we live in right that if you if you back up the military industrial complex and think it's just fine dropping bombs on kids in the middle east you're in the club you know like it's cool you're fine like oh you're cool with that we're cool with you but if you're like wait a minute you're dropping bombs on kids in the middle east they're like oh not very patriotic are you no no, no, I'm sorry. That's not the way this works. <laughs> That's not the way this works. Uh, no. Uh, and so they're, they're trying to frame it that way. Uh, the upside down world we live in. Anyway, as we finish, we're done here. Uh, and uh, as you know, we're adding a Trouble Mind show tonight, so we will be on at 7 p.m. Pacific. Let me uh, do the quick uh, outro here with uh, what we're doing, what we're talking about. Uh, so if anybody out there can help me find a form letter, maybe on change.org for uh, these this press uh, censorship or any of the rest of this, that facial recognition one, I'll take a look after we're done here and see if I could share it a little bit later tonight on the show. But um, this is uh, this stuff is, is uh, horrific. This 
stuff is not good, and uh, this is why we uh, talk about these things. Because, like I said, they they uh, they protect the powers that be. They protect the establishment, and even when things are broken, broken AF when they're when they're just beyond recognition, uh, there's a there's there's issues that we need to we need to address. They they continue to uh, to to keep uh, keep uh, keep making it hard. Keep making it hard. Uh, there you go. Coins sixty seven. I think you should expand conspiracy news to two hours, so allowing for better opportunity time to call in once a week. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> uh, hours and hours, more hours, more hours and more hours. Um, there's a lot of hours behind the scenes, too, so it's it's hard for me to, to pack more hours in. But uh, you do get one more Troubled Mind show. So here's what we're going to do tonight, just to give you a heads up before we start on that. Uh, probably we're not going to go the full three hours just because we have this show today as well. So what I'll do is I'll do the two hours on Fringe, and we'll do like an extra 30 minutes. We'll, we'll basically go until we get no more calls and if we don't get calls on the second after after we're off the radio then we'll just end it kind of early-ish so uh, it's up to you if you guys want to go as long as we need to go then you guys will call if you don't then uh, there's no pressure on me to like dance for a third hour with nobody calling because that's when the pressure starts to mount because i've usually said the things i needed to say by then and it's kind of tap dancing so uh, that's what we'll do for tonight just because we already had this show i don't want to do like a five-hour marathon sort of situation so uh that's what's up so we'll we'll uh, end it a little bit early we'll keep taking calls until calls go until calls dry up and then we'll we'll finish the show uh, tonight just so you know just so you know just so nobody's uh, angry that we finished early so anyway uh but if you keep calling we ain't gonna finish we ain't gonna finish all right what's up guys let's see uh thanks for uh, thanks everybody for subbing up i appreciate that thanks for the gift subs there 40s am uh thanks for uh thanks everybody for hanging out and listening to this and uh let's uh don't don't forget Trouble Minds tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific. Here we go. Let's uh, play this, the uh, Star Wars Crawl outro. Again, uh, I haven't updated this. If I missed anybody or if I mispronounce your name, let me know, and we'll correct it, and we'll uh, keep it trucking. Let's play this. There it is. See? Quint 67. Let's keep Mike on for a five-hour marathon tonight. You guys are trying to break me. Thank you for our Twitch subs. AJ Dare, Alien Nichan, Dark Devious, 40s AM, Ident, Jay Up, Jay from New York, Noble Kal-El, Monochromatic, Not the Golf Channel, Quint67, Stinky Carnival, Superbike One, Satan Claws. Patreon supporters, thank you as well. Alien Nichan, who has done both, thank you for that. Axel Steel, Dark Devious has done both as well. Dwayne Dibley, Hell21, JF has done both, uh, both uh, Patreon and the other. Matt Sowell and Twigs, and there you go. There you go. Thank you very much, guys. If I missed anybody, let me know. I'll add you to the list. If I mispronounced your name or whatever else, uh, contact me for corrections, and I would be happy to do so. Thanks again for uh, being part of this. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks, everybody out there in the chat. Thanks for listening. Uh, Stay tuned. 7 p.m. tonight, Fringe and uh, YouTube and everywhere else where we usually do it. We'll have troubled minds coming to you. So, uh, yeah, hang tight. Hang tight. Be right back. Happy Monday, guys. See you in a bit. Also, Large Marge, two months with Twitch. Sorry about that. Left you off the list, didn't I? 
I see it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, guys. We'll see you tonight. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.